0: If not, no worries, we still love you, and we literally have hundreds of episodes of Blammo, all free, for you to dive into. Thanks so much. It's Blammo, I'm Jeremy Kirkland, and it's good to be back. Well, I'm kind of back. I'm back from New York, at least. Uh, I was out there recording a bunch of pods for the new season. Um, yeah, we're doing stuff in person. Look at, look at me. Sans mask, vaxxed up, ready to go. Uh, it was great. I mean, I also did some video stuff while I was out there, so you get to see my dumb ass on a screen pretty soon. That's going to be fantastic. Me just kind of riffing. I feel like there's a reason why I started a podcast, but, you know, maybe maybe we'll find it as uh, my demise of, of video, just as a reminder. Who knows? Anyway, did a pod, Blamo Extra with Matt Rennick of the William Brown Project, the man we all know and love and probably secretly envy from the Matt Rennick meat pick. The cocktail recipes, and by the way, I have yet to meet someone who doesn't have one of his books on their shelf. You know the book I'm talking about—the uh, A Man in His Watch, A Man in His Car. It's—it's it's like become this sort of like cool guy status symbol. I mean, it's—it's it's great. I mean, and he, you know, he's as you'll hear, he's shocked about it too. But Matt and I discussed his recent cleanse, where he uh, did a crazy big detox over in Germany with his wife. His renewed approach to life, utilizing Substack fly fishing in Cuba with David Coggins and all the travel mishaps in between. And I got to say, I was the most into the fact that Homie has some travel mishaps. Because, you know, I mean, first off on Instagram, everybody, you you get mad jelly of just the guy gallivanting around the world, crushing it, looking awesome in the suits and the fits. And I was, you know, I mean, I took no pleasure in it, but I was like, oh man, yeah. So, So you forget about bags too, or you make mistakes too. It was amazing. I love the guy. Big shout out to Matt Hrenick. By the way, masterclass right now on how to pronounce the guy's last name. It's Krenick. You hear that little H there? I'm using a pretty damn good mic, so you can pretty you can understand what I'm trying to say. But it's Crenick. I'm very proud that I've gotten his last name right after knowing the guy for, I don't know, a decade. Um, maybe that's why he did the William Brown project, because no no goofball like me is gonna mispronounce his last name after knowing him for so long. Good lord! It's Blammo Extra. We're back with the return of Matt Rennick. Matt, very, very, very good to have you back. You look fantastic. I feel good. Yeah. I feel good as a middle-aged guy. Your skin is glowing. Wow. That's serious. It's not just the light in the room. It is not the light in the room. That's so... Well, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, there's obviously you always have... 10,000 stories in your back pocket, but one of the big and more recent things that happened with you lately is some form of this, like, master s- cool super cleanse thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll give
1: you the, the... So, my wife Yolanda, who you know, mm-hmm. she was always talking about um, these kind of clinical health spas not not just like a sexy aman where you go get massages but really these mm-hmm. kind of deep dive mostly middle european medical medical spas yeah like with doctors versus technicians right yeah. real doctors yeah. real nurses real medical professionals N- no crystals here no crystals no like desert shamans like <laughs> real doctors um and we had these Uh, These friends who were going to these, you know, there's a, there's a, when you take the deep dive, there's a collection of them again, like in Austria, Germany, Switzerland, one in Spain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we had these French friends who know their way around around like red wine and pate Mm. that, you know, once a year they would go as a group, it was a mother and two sisters, I think, um, to this spa in Germany Mm -hmm. for a fast like two week fast. Um, and Yolanda said, Oh, I think that's kind of interesting. And, you know, and, you know, the, the kind of benefits of fasting and the reset, and we'd kind of made a deep dive. And, um, there is, there's a, I can't remember the book now, but Yolanda had some fantasies about, you know, being in a Swiss spa, like kind of, a blanket on your legs on a terrace overlooking like some hillside or a lake or oh, yeah. something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, if if people follow me on Instagram or they know anything about me, I I I, I live a very indulgent life, and that is very uh, celebrates a lot of food and beverage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, when during lockdown, I I just. Didn't deny myself anything, you know. I had like COVID twice, basically, and nice. we had. I had the OG COVID, <laughs> and uh, and then we were up at my house in Upstate, and I lost taste and smell, and it was like the most horrific thing that ever. Because re- actually, wasn't this around New Year's too that this happened? Yeah. <laughs> well, it actually started. It start. No, I. So the first time I had, it was very early March, mm. you know, when, when the first lock pandemic lockdown and we ran to our house in upstate and nobody knew what losing taste and smell was at that time. And my, mm-hmm. my ENT uh, thought I had like a ni- nasal infection. And all I know is that I woke up one morning and the, and the very smelly Aqua De Parma, you know, hotel shampoo in my, in my shower, I couldn't smell it. Right. I couldn't taste coffee. And I was just like, and that happened for like two weeks. And then I slowly regained it. But that two weeks was super hellish for me. Mm -hmm. So when we came out of it, I was just like, I'm going for it, man. Right? I'm eating everything, drinking everything, hitting the wine cellar, pulling out the best stuff. It was sort of like I survived like death in a weird way. And I was just going to celebrate my taste buds and my sense of smell with just like an indulgent, right? Well, long story short, after two years of that, really... And, you know, after being conscious of like regular exercise, and I've always been really a pro of that, I put on a lot of weight Mm -hmm. and I wasn't feeling good. How much weight are we talking about here? 20 pounds? 10? I I was just, no, about 15 solid pounds. Okay. That's enough to alter your clothes. Yeah. And I, and you know, Jeremy, I have great friends who are great tailors who have been so generous. And I have this amazing wardrobe that like was putting a lot of pressure on the buttons, you know, I was just was, like, couldn't fit into pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was like, and I just started feeling like sorry for myself and bad. I just was like, I couldn't get out of the rut. Right. And then my daughter's in school in Scotland. Now we were a little bit more free with our schedule. And Yolanda said, listen, I really want to do a story on this health spa called Buchinger. That's in Uberlingen in Germany. It's just outside Zurich. And they're going to offer a very kind of steep discount for me. But why don't we just pay for you to go as well? I mean, you know, whatever. And I looked at it and I was like, you know what? That seems like a good place to spend some money. I do like a little restriction in my life. I have fasted before on my own. Mm -hmm. I I love the way I felt. I said, let's do it. So we took the deep dive and we signed up for a two-week fast in this tiny little town called Überlingen in Germany. And you show up, and it's like this Bauhaus-looking structure overlooking Lake Constance. It's quite ideal. It kind of feels like, the hallways feel like James Bond and Thunderball, you know, when he goes to that, you know. (laughs) So my last meal in Zurich was, um, I mean, I was hitting it pretty hard before this, Mm -hmm. right? So we went to my favorite restaurant in the world um is called uh, the Kronahalle in Zurich, where it's just like rushti, which is that kind of buttery giant hash brown cake mm-hmm. with everything so and you know so it's like rushty with Wiener schnitzel and you know tons of red wine and then a, um black you know like chocolate pudding with whipped cream and we we just like hit it hard and that just made me feel like more gross the next day when we made the journey to bushinger, right. And we checked in, and the fast is basically um, water, mineral water, Mm -hmm. uh, this kind of brothy pureed soup, and tea. No coffee, no booze, no solid food. And um, every single day, no coffee. No coffee. No no caffeine. And the funny thing is, we smuggled in organic instant coffee. Uh And once we got in there, we were like, you know what? What are we cheating ourselves for, right? That's fair. What, what? Are, you know, we're spending all this time and money. Like, let's just. What are we doing? Like, right. no, we never opened it, but we did. We're, we were allowed green tea in the beginning, and I did have them smuggle me some green tea, mm-hmm. um, just because I was worried about like caffeine headaches. But after a while, it just didn't really matter, and I felt it, a lot of clarity and brightness. I never felt sluggish and cloudy, you know, which I use caffeine as a crutch for all the time. And um, you meet with a the doctor, they pull bloods, they look at all your stats, they check your cholesterol, your blood pressure, you know, the, all that, you know, I came in with high blood pressure, which was probably all those kind of aggressive Swiss Wiener schnitzel meals. Right. <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um, But, you know, you check in with a nurse every day, she weighs you, she tells you what's going on. They have all these amazing programs like colon cleanse and hydrocolonics. Oh and, my God. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, um, you know, you could visit with a dietician. There's massage, um, breathing, like all this stuff that's kind of included in it. And then every day at two o'clock, they put you in a bus and you go to some amazing landscape in the German countryside, countryside, like some foothills walk through a vineyard or whatever.
0: And you hike for two hours and it's great. But uh, that sounds incredible. But like, what what about the energy level? In the sense that, like, was there like almost a sort of like body panic into which you go from? You used to have a ton of calories, and now you're having obviously significantly less. And now you're moving. I, you know, some people
1: experience fatigue. Yolanda yeah. had actually low blood blood pressure. Okay, like, so she, you know, had to have that supplemented with, you know, they give you like raw honey and stuff like that. Okay. But for me, um, I find, like, after the first day, you really get this sense of energy that um, is like no other. Like, there's a sense of clarity and energy. Like, your body's used to fasting. I mean, we never, we come from this part of, this is how it was explained to me, if you think about the our DNA and who we are. Like, we didn't eat every single day as homo sapiens. Yeah, like, yeah you're right starved for a few, we didn't eat for a few days, and then we caught something, and then we ate something, and then for another few days, maybe we did you know, so the body is this kind of self-regulating you know, machine like that, right, you know, right. only when you're, like, in the world that we are, when you're, in, you know, invited to dinners and cocktails, and, <laughs> you know, like, or you're invited to some new restaurant, do you just, like, eat constantly, and right. I I, mean, I am not the guy to say no, I don't say no, like, another Negroni, yes, Right. right another helping of rushti and uh, Schnitzel yes uh, you know um <laughs> I look at every meal as sort of my last meal and maybe that was my my you know downfall but I do think that um the kind of medical supervision of all this and like they 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 want you to rest right like we come from this like you gotta keep rolling you gotta keep doing it. you got to be active you yeah especially to. in New York too yeah. And, and they're like, no, no, no. We want you to turn your computer off. Put your phone away. We, we they took you... your phone. No, they don't. But okay. they suggest, like, 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 relax. Like, enjoy an afternoon nap. Like, don't feel guilty for resting. Like, you're putting your body through a lot right now. Your liver is going through this, imme- this immense detoxification process. Mm. And they do this thing, which it's, is so great. Like, after you have your afternoon soup, mm-hmm. right? They, the nurse comes in with a hot water bottle. And wraps you, like swaddles you, with this hot water bottle that's on your liver. And she says something like, "You know, it is. She is working the hardest here. You know, <laughs> she, the female liver, <laughs> right?" And and um and our nurse was called um I called her Muti, which is like mother in Germany, like mm-hmm. you know, mommy in Germany. Um, and she was amazing. And then she closed the curtain. You know, after she she puts a little like fluffy down comforter on you. And It's like okay. Now you rest. Wow. It was great. It was like, I loved it. Of course, Yolanda would have her laptop on her chest, you know, right. you know, but you know, pecking away. But I just really was like, I'm going to just take the deep dive into this. I mean, so after a week, then you're like, you're weighing in and you really see like the weight coming off and feeling lighter and having energy. And I was like, your, your, your skin is brighter. Like there's all, your eyes are clearer. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I did miss, I love the ritual of the evening cocktail. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't miss the food. Like, I've done that before. I could be very restrictive. But there's something about, like, I would have loved maybe, like, a six-ounce martini, you know, right. at <laughs> around 7 o'clock. And just, like, you know, you know, plop into this big down comforter and, like, go to bed. That was really, I do like the ritual of that. And I did miss that. But um, we were allowed to walk into town you hear stories of like, you know, um, guests, particularly like they would say, oh, particularly the, a lot of Russian guests will sneak into town and like drink vodka. Oh my God. Or, or we knew people that would sneak into town and have coffee. Like you can walk into town, like you're not in a prison. And even as I like stared into these gorgeous, like versatile sausage shops in Germany, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I needed to go in and like indulge. I felt like I need to stay on the program. And I'm glad I did because at the end of the day, Blood blood pressure regulated. I lost like fifteen pounds, and I just felt I just felt better. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I kind of changed the way I looked at food, which was interesting, right? I know I have this reputation of being this like massive carnivore, yeah. but I really got in touch with my more um, herbivore side, and uh, things taste differently. Things. Uh, I, I don't know, smelled differently for all for the better. And they were saying that a lot of professional chefs, European chefs go and do this to kind of reset their palate because they're clobbered by all this like sugar, salt, and fat. Mm. And this is a great way to kind of reset. I would say in general, the, the fast was a massive reset more than a quote unquote detox. It just like changed the way um, I kind of looked at food how I ate, the kind of food I wanted to eat, um, how I like really feel like I need to live my life.
0: Right. Which is interesting. And you were saying how this like change your food now, when you you're out, it's over. What was your meal like? Like have you noticed smaller portions or being full sooner? I don't or... think I
1: need to like, yeah, I think smaller portions for sure, but I've definitely embraced more, more veg and fruit. Like I've never in my life. Like I just sort of like crave it, which is so weird. That being said, our first, our first meal (laughs) after leaving the clinic, we went to Copenhagen to visit Yolanda's brother. Mm -hmm. And, um, and my publisher Leah at Artisan got us a reservation at Noma. Oh, so, We, that is the polar (laughs) extreme. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, luckily it was like the fish menu. Right. Right. But Man. I mean, things tasted like I've never tasted before. And, and also that menu was actually quite clean and it's all seafood, but like the wine pairings and stuff was just like another world for me. I just was like, everything was so dialed to like 11 or 12. What'd you you eat at Noma? Did you was because are like, they
0: doing bug stuff and things now? So th- so it, every season they'll
1: do some kind of uh you know seasonal menu. So this was the fish menu. So it was okay. like 15 courses of just fish stuff. You know, from yeah. from uni to crab to you know longestine and fish and it was just incredible. It was inc- incredible. But it was like a real like whoa. Right. Yeah, this is like a hard clobber, you know. Yeah. Um but and I think when I came came into the, the the real world, a like I started fitting into all that great tailoring, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, was thinking to myself, "Wow, there's a big investment here," and I owe it to my tailors to like, you know, fit into their stuff, you know, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. um, and when I you know just before. Maybe about a month before I was in Naples with my friend Gerardo who's with Juliva Heritage. Yeah, yeah. And he measured me for a double breasted jacket. And we went to the atelier uh in Naples to kind of to try it on. And I was like, Gerardo, did you get the measurements right? Like this is looks like it was, you know, measured as a single breasted. Oh boy. <laughs> and he pulled out the measurements and he was like, uh, you're seven centimeters over. And I was like, wow, that's like two. Two inches and change, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot. And I was like, oh my God. So when I had the final kind of consultation with my doctor, who again goes through all the bloods and, you know, tells you your, what's going on with your blood pressure and your cholesterol, he takes out the tape measure and he goes around my waist and he goes, you're eight centimeters down. And I, I, I like, I, I was so happy because I just wanted to call Gerardo <laughs> <Eight> <laughs> and, centimeters. and say, I'm going to fit into that jacket, you know? Holy. You know, it's, it's um, it was quite extraordinary. And also, I started going back to the gym again. Like, I, they had amazing facilities there. So, like, day five, I mm-hmm. felt, like, strong enough and good enough that I could sort of ease into a workout routine again. I have this great trainer in New York called Alex Rosen who sent me his app with – with uh, exercises in it. It was so great with like connect to little YouTube videos and correct yeah. form and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. So I started doing that again um, because all I had was kind of time on my
0: hands to kind of indulge in stuff, you know? Yeah. Did you feel, and maybe this is like more of like a social media thing because I feel like, like the amount of times I look at social media or check it or get frustrated because you see everything else that everyone's doing and I need to communicate some sort of progression in that. Like, did you feel, in terms of like your mental health, like just better knowing that you didn't have to, you know? Because obviously, like you, you went dark, you know, on on your social. Yeah, for
1: a while. I probably was a bit dark. Yolanda was not dark. Mm-hmm. You know, like Yolanda had many an Instagram story of some beautiful right. apple orchard in yeah, a vineyard in yeah. a walk, and that that kind of fits into her. Agenda really perfectly. Mm-hmm. There were no meat picks. Yeah, uh, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There was no like, you know, martinis and negronis document being documented. Um, and uh, I felt fine about that. You know, I you know found my voice when I needed it. I yeah. was also crazily enough, I'm writing a cookbook right now as a uh, with artisan, which is sort of based on this food journal that I kept for those four months when we were up at the house Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, indulging into these ideas of recipes from my mom and the food I grew up with and why food was so important and the meals are so important at William Brown Farm. So that's the idea of the book. Well, I'm writing that and going over recipes, not eating. And that was
0: surreal. And the interesting thing about it is the Want to hear the rest? Well, quit horsing around and join us over on Patreon. You'll hear this episode and a ton more exclusive episodes from the return of Sid Mashburn to Chris Gibbs of Union on Patreon. Visit patreon.com forward slash BLAMO to learn more and sign up. And when you join, you get access to our private members-only Slack group where we chat about watches, clothes, cars, and everything that's dope. So visit patreon.com forward slash blammo and we'll see you there. And wait, 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 wait. We're also doing AMAs now on our Patreon. May 5th, Matt Rennick is coming on into the Slack, taking questions, giving answers. We're going to have a ton of fun. You're missing out. So come on, quit horsing around. Join us over on the Patreon. I love you. We'll see you there.